Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Episode four. We got chimers in the background. Yeah, I was going to say. Do things on the fly here. That's how it works. Um, not much we can do during this quarantine. It is I, Joseph Crush, along here with my three wonderful, beautiful co-hosts. Uh, first, we got up Nick Jersey DeMonte. I'm down here at the Performance Center. Uh, if you can see me on camera, we're at SmackDown. I see that. It's beautiful. Uh, SmackDown Live. You miss, somehow missed SmackDown last night, though. Pretty weird. Um, yeah. Tom, Tom Bad News Canale, how's it going? Yeah, pretty good. How about you? Doing all right, man. Hanging in there. Day by day. You know how it is. Yeah, exactly. And uh, Nikki, I'm always on my phone. Noodles, Galliotto. <laughs> What's up, gentlemen? Just trying to bring the best quality to our uh, our podcast yeah. here. Give you a little oh, background music. This is this is a little bit of Drew McIntyre right here. Yeah. Just you know that raw. Uh, <laughs> you got to have that raw reaction. Um, I'd be remiss to say, uh, like I mean, we have to we have to talk about. It. I know everyone's bringing it up, but a big congratulations to Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins on the announcement of her being Woo! pregnant. Lucky guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I would say so. <laughs> I think it's. I mean, we heard the rumors over the weekend. Uh, it was kind of the way they presented it was pretty cool. A lot of emotion going into it. I mean, I did call it right, and I just said in the group text, I said, "Hey, there's a big announcement." I said, "She's preggers, right?" Yeah. I think Tom, Tom had said something like that too, maybe. So well, not, Tommy's, not, on, Tommy's on my same page with me. Yeah. He's my buddy. You guys are my inside sources, so I take everything you say for real. <laughs> um, the way they presented it on Raw was pretty cool. Like I said, uh, they ended up be, the match, the Money in the Bank match ended up being for the belt and not for the contract, which is cool for Asuka, now the reigning champion. My main question is, congrats to them. Cool, they're getting a baby. What does this mean for the women's division going forward? Becky was such a big part for big part of this current roster of women. Now she's gone for who knows how long, or if is she ever is she ever going to come back? So, do we? I, I like to think that we get another woman step up, contribute to this division, uh, maybe like a Ruby Riot or someone like that, or Liv Morgan, maybe get that extra push. Um, Jersey, where do you see this division going from here? Uh, hopefully with positives no negatives right yeah i mean you know what at the end of the day right it's it's next person up or in this case next woman up um or in becky's case the man or the mom um <laughs> you know i i think it's i think it's a good thing right there's a surplus of women as you can kind of see um that are kind of in that second rate of not second second tier of women but they just haven't had the chance because of becky's and charlotte's and, and so on and so forth so if you're asking me giving a name um, I think Dana Brooke is going to, you're going to see a lot more of her. I think Liv Morgan, you're going to see a lot more of her, um, which I'm perfectly fine with. I think they're both good athletes. And I think with a little bit more time, um, Sony Deville, I think is stepping up week after week. Um, so I'm not nervous per se. I mean, it's going to be missed a little bit when you have a heavy hitter kind of go down, Yeah. but I think you're going to have by, you know, you know, women by committee kind of going to pull a, pull the ranks up. I agree. Uh, Tom, what do you think, bud? Yeah, I was gonna say, <clears throat> excuse me, that look look out for Dana Brooke because I really think they're gonna push her now because the last couple of weeks she's had some big wins and everything, and she had kind of had a moment in Money in the Bank, even though it was a joke, you know, the whole Stephanie thing, you know, yeah. getting the fake briefcase and whatnot. But I really do think they're gonna really give her a shot now with everything, and maybe Liv also, you know, they've been pushing her a lot too. But I think Dana Brooke's the one that's really gonna not take over for Becky, but I think we're gonna see a lot more of her. So. I mean, look. I mean, Joey. They brought back the uh, the iconics this past past week on Raw. Finally, so, right? yeah. you, you know like, what I mean? You like that? Oh, 
No, I don't. <laughs> who doesn't like that? I think I honestly, but it's like I guess I know under certain conditions, like with the current roster, like in whatever the situation is, I we haven't seen much of the women's tag like titles. I I, I knew like Bliss and Nikki Cross had it, but like I forgot. I forgot about them almost. And yeah. I know you can't have everyone on the roster there, so it's kind of limits what they can do. But just to bring that another tag team back kind of refreshes like what we could do um with with like the, that division. But Nick, what do you uh noodles, what do you think? Well, it's definitely a tough loss. I mean, anytime you lose a, a superstar of, of Becky Lynch quality, who's been such a mainstay in the division and actually bringing helping bring the women's uh wrestling into a, a kind of a new stratosphere, it's uh definitely a tough loss, but there are plenty of talent there that can uh that can be created, that can be used properly, and you know it'll be it'll be all right. They'll figure out ways to work, and like like Liv Morgan, Dana Brooke, like they're all getting pushes and stuff like that. So there's plenty of talent, I think, to overcome her loss for a while, and hopefully she does come back. You know, as time goes on, it'll be a an, an extra boost. But if she doesn't, you know, the show's still got to go on, and, and someone's got to step up and take the reins. Yeah, I, I agree. And after Joey, uh, it's sorry. really quick, is, is Sasha Banks hurt? Do we know if she's hurt right now or uh, she's kind of playing the valet she, role? So last night they uh, on SmackDown, they actually Charlotte appeared and uh, she cut a decent promo with all three of them. She's kind of like trying to divert Sasha away from Bailey, saying Bailey's <clears> using <throat> her as a stepping stone where her and Charlotte and Sasha were the ones that main evented all the stuff they started off in the beginning. And it, it may be maybe some signs of dissension between the two. I don't know what her current status is uh, physically, but I hope I – hope this leads to some sort of feud between them. Cause I think we've been waiting for that for a long time where it's like a legit feud. Um, she's got, she's gotten into it though a little bit lately, right? Right. With some people like to and stuff like that. So I don't think she's, yeah, like, I think she's hurt, okay, you know but I mean? she's, so, she's not taking, maybe didn't they have, I think they had a tag match, uh, a SmackDown before. Yeah. So I don't know if she's like, maybe she, you know, maybe she's got something minor going on, but I don't think it's anything major. Yeah. I think they're, so they're doing, oh, sorry. Now you're good. No, I was saying that they're doing like that. They're cross, you know, with the brands and everything. They're crossing over. Maybe now we'll get more of, you know, women coming from SmackDown, The Raw, NXT, etc. So, you know, maybe fill that void. So, yeah, well, no, it's, you know, Rhea Ripley, Rhea Ripley, is, yeah, you know, exactly, not, yeah. is, is not too far away from being a mainstay on the roster that could really fill a lot of shoes as well. So, mm. I don't know if you guys heard. I heard. A, I read a little report that they are going to do something like the wild card, just not the wild card rules per se. So I think we might see some brand crossing. So. Good point, Tom, on that one. Yeah, they had brought that up last night. I kind of missed the exact rules of it, but I think during this time, you you kind of need with when you can't have the full roster around, people are like getting upset about it and like, oh, we're getting bringing back the wild card rule because you know the first time around it kind of flopped a little bit. But I think yeah. with this, what's what's going on right now, they need the option to bring over certain superstars to both shows, like uh, AJ being a part of the tournament, which we'll get into um, for the IC title, but. What next I want to get into before we go into the week and everything else that's, that's coming on, we are one week removed from Money in the Bank. Um, we had an Otis uh, uh, winner of the the men's briefcase. Oscar won the women's. Didn't we, see that coming. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, I don't uh, think anyone did. <laughs> Braun, Braun beating Bray. Uh, Bailey beating Tamina. A couple uh, – solid good matches. New Day retaining the tag titles. Uh, Tom, what are your niche, what are your what's your biggest takeaway from this event? What that we got there? I mean, it was definitely different with everything, especially the money in the money uh, money in the bank matches. Obviously, you know, being at the headquarters and everything. I mean, it was pretty funny seeing Vince show up, Heyman, Dwight the Clown made an appearance, which was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, but you know, I mean, for me, you know, it was a 
we usually say, you know, Money in the Bank's like a big event, but obviously with the circumstances, everything going on, I kind of felt it was like a filler this year. I mean, obvious reasons. But overall, it was a – I mean, I felt um, – it was a one good match. The um, – I'm throwing a blank. Jesus Christ. What was Drew, Drew and McIntyre? Yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, Drew, Drew and McIntyre. Yeah. I mean, uh, Rollins and McIntyre. Yeah. yeah. That was awesome. definitely the match of the night and everything. And, you know, overall, it was a decent pay-per-view, so, you know, considering everything. Noodles, what do you got? I just think everyone everyone might have different feelings on it just because it, it went such in a different direction that anyone anticipated. You know, you had Otis winning, you had Oscar winning, and all of our picks were much different than that those outcomes. You know Absolutely. what I mean? So given yeah. the, given the circumstances, it was entertaining. Um, it makes you have a little bit of a vested interest in what they're gonna plan on having going forward. Um, they did the best they could given the circumstances, and it was also kind of a little bit of weird feeling how they were pretty strict on the schedule where it was a pretty short pay-per-view in, in, in terms of what we're usually accustomed to. So, um, yeah, I was enjoyable. It was nice, um, but also uh, different, which is, I guess, different is nice. Yeah, and before we get to Jersey's opinion, I, I believe I heard a rumor that Vincent, want, until they get back to, norm, to normality, he wants to go with shorter pay-per-views. I don't know the validity behind that, but, I mean, that would be definitely we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, mean, not, I, would, I, I think we could all appreciate a little shortened uh, with the the amount of content we get per week from WWE, um, sometimes less is better. So no if, question. if we don't get a four hour pay per view once a month, on top of the what is it nine hours of content during the week or whatever, I think it, it could be good for the for the the company. Good for the good for the brand. We're good for the brand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> We're all about the brand here. Um, Jersey, what are your thoughts? I mean, personally, I've been saying this for a while. I just, I think, I think the shows are too long. I mean, yeah. what I thought was really special about NXT, and I'll get right to Money in the Bank, is that NXT was an hour, right? Mm-hmm. You, you had everything put into one single hour. The storylines, the character building, the wrestling. It just was one hour. It was clean. It was crisp. It was fast, and it was engaging. And when you know, when you were ready, it was done. And it was like perfect, right? It's like, oh, I can't wait for next week. So when these pay-per-views now, when you start adding in the, the one-hour pre-show, the four-hour you know, wrestling event, it's, like, it's, a, it's a lot in one sitting. Yeah. So I was kind of happy that it was a little bit shorter. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't against it. I, I thought that it had enough momentum to kind of carry through the night. Um, not many kind of dry spots throughout the whole show. Like Tom said before, I thought uh, you know, McIntyre Rollins stole the show for me. I thought that match was fantastic. And Tremendous. You know, the, money, the Money in the mm-hmm. Bank match, again, it, it, was it – Wow, eh. but was it entertaining enough? Where they try to give you something to at least differentiate it from other matches in the night, which I think was the whole purpose of putting it at the headquarters. Yes, you got the good surprises, the cool interactions, Vince McMahon, so on and so forth. Surprise winners, I think, on both ends. Not that Oscar is not a, a surprise, but just wasn't expected. And Otis was a complete, you know, unexpected. Yeah, all oh, absolutely. Probably, I'd give it a, probably a 3.7 out of five stars. Mm. Let's, give, let, let's give uh, Styles a little credit, too, on, on that fumble. That was tremendous. Yeah, I mean, that looked so good. good. That <laughs> looked so legitimate. I, was, yeah. it, I almost believed that it wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah. Um, just my initial thoughts. I think the I had fun watching it. Um, and like I, I, you can only say it so many times for what they're given, the circumstances right now, right? I mean, they, they gave us some sort of content. And I think that Otis winning is, is fresh, but going forward, what are they going to, I'm, I'm worried like for him, right? Like, I don't know if I see him as a viable champion whenever, even if he cashes in a year from now, 
like he's definitely the hottest guy like one of the hotter like talents right now he's over even with fans not there the reception he's getting on twitter and all that stuff i think that he as a champion just isn't like what i see for him i was like we've talked about i hope like maybe he can cash in like for tag team titles with with tucky but like i don't know if that's i honestly don't think that's going to happen um i just think that that option is a little shaky to me, but I I'm all for it. All for change, all for something different. Will he, maybe he won't cash in successfully. Who knows? Um, but like you guys said, you can't really, I don't want to harp on it too much. That drew Seth match needs to be done in front of fans. Um, I can't wait till that happens again. Cause that them two together in the ring was magic. And, and like, I got feels for it, like with no, with no crowd reaction. So I can only imagine it being in front of fans. So I think, 3.7 is a great star rating for that show. Not that we hand out star ratings too much here, but uh, I, I I think it's spot on. Um, One pay-per-view, everyone knows the rules, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so we've talked about it briefly, uh, the whole revival thing showing up on the, the Being the Elite last week or two weeks ago. Um, it popped up again, and now it looks like the uh, – just from my post on Instagram there – maybe EC3 tweeted it out or one, oh, one of the guys from Revival tweeted it out that – and he tagged in, like, Drake Mavic, EC3, and the other – I think it was, like, Dash tagged Dawson, whoever. I forget that. I'm getting mixed up with, like, their name changes and stuff. It, people are, like, feeling that it may be all four of them as the revolt going into AEW. Uh, Nick Noodles, what do you – are you cool with like a, a faction of like XWB guys going in and like, oh, maybe, we don't know what's going to happen, but like maybe like doing like a, an NWO style uh, faction. Yeah. I love that shit, man. I'm yeah. a huge fan, a huge fan of factions. I just love when they can, you know, put a, a collection of talented guys together where they can actually all promote each other and elevate each other to different levels. You can create multiple stars at the same time. And anytime you have a dominant faction, it really can set the direction of a company in, in a whole new light and a whole new direction. And I'm, uh, I always, I'm always excited for stuff like that. Every faction that I've ever seen that I've always, always enjoyed. Even like, like ones like Sanity and stuff like that. Like, I, I love that stuff, so. Very anything, short-lived. Any, any, yeah, but anything NWO somewhat related is, I mean, it doesn't get any better than that, so. Yeah, you can't beat it. I, like, it's, it's a little speculation. I don't even know if that's even, like, a factual thing. But I, I would assume, like, going into it, they would kind of not represent, like, themselves as XWB guys, but, like, some sort of faction, in a sense. That would be pretty cool. Uh, Jersey, got, got my support. Yeah, absolutely. Me too. Uh, Jersey, what are your thoughts? I mean, if you, if you think about the talent that you have right there, you know, we all have watched NXT with the, when the Revival was doing their thing at their hottest level, and they were absolutely one of the top tag teams going at the time. And then when you kind of look back to EC3 and, and Rockstar Spud back in their impact days, I mean, I, I thought that's when they were flourishing the most, when when they were those characters. Now, I understand WWE do not, you know, do not take their character over here, but at the same time, you know, you kind of did it with AJ Styles, the phenomenal one, you know, you did it with kind of Samoa Joe. So you have taken, you know, talent that was created elsewhere and brought it kind of here. So yeah. I think there was a slight misopportunity with, with, with Spud and EC3. And to be honest, you know, EC3 is the big guy, you know, Spud is like that really little Eric Bischoff type guy. Um, you know, the Revival is a great tag team, and they also work well as individuals, and they talk well on the mic, I think. So I'm all for it, and I'm kind of actually hoping for it for the four of them. Yeah, me too. Uh, Tom, what do, you, what do you got, bud? Yeah, definitely, you know, hoping it turns out the way we think it might turn out, you know, being like a faction going there and everything. Uh, I definitely see EC3 maybe as the possible leader of the group. I mean, the dude's got the look. He can talk. 
uh, Drake or Rockstar, whatever you want to call him at this point. You know, he could be like the mouthpiece manager here and there and have a revival or revolt as like the tag team, like enforcers of the group and stuff. And like, it'd be cool. It would be very cool if they show up at Double or Nothing in a couple of weeks. I mean, that'd be pretty cool to see, you know, them yeah. like be the invaders, you know, how NWO was and whatnot. Think- but yeah. Yeah, I think uh, – sorry to interrupt, but I think uh, the Revival are the only ones that don't have the uh, the 90-day no-compete clause. So, I, I think you could start off maybe like them two come in first, right? Get okay. the heat, get the heat right. on the Young Bucks or some uh, tag team like that and like piece in like EC3 and then Drake. Because I know – I'm pretty sure EC3 and Drake have to have to wait the 90 days like a lot of the other guys. I Again, it's all online dirt sheets, so I don't really know how true it is. But I believe the Revival are the only ones that get uh, – um, taken away from that 90, 90 day no compete clause. Okay. But I agree. I think uh, showing up soon, sooner than later, or maybe some try to surprise us, right? It's hard to get shock value these days with the internet. So uh, any shock value is good. I, if they showed up at double or nothing with no, no reports of it, I'd be uh, pretty intrigued. Yeah. All right. So we got a new segment here um, debuting this week. Bad news from Bad News Canali. I'm afraid I've got some bad news. <laughs> what do we got, Tom? Oh, well, it's a doozy of a story, I'll tell you that. Former WWE champion Alberto Del Rio was arrested for sexual assault against a woman he was seeing that accused him of cheating. Uh, no, he sued. He accused her of cheating on him, and he just... The story is just unbelievably horrible, and if it's true, I mean, he supposedly was, like, smacking her around. He threatened to take her kid and throw him in the middle of the road somewhere, and then he just proceeded to, like, you know, do some really bad shit to this poor woman. And if it's true, man, then this guy seriously needs to be put away for a long, long time. It's just absolutely horrible. So that's the that's the bad news of the week. <laughs> Right, and I'm afraid I, hate, I got some bad that, news. That guy's such bad a, news. Del, Del Rio is such a scumbag. I don't like laughing at certain things. It's just the, the, the unreality of this situation. This guy is like never – ever since he left WWE, there's never been like any positives about him from that, that have come out. Um, I, I don't even know if I want to go around table. I think we all have the same reaction to this, but uh, – Jersey, yeah, what do you got, man? Don't even discuss this guy. <laughs> I, I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, he he abused mentally and physically Paige, right? Oh, um, yeah. I think this is his M.O., unfortunately. So, yeah. he's just a bad guy. On, on For our debut segment for uh, Tom Bad News Canale, I'm afraid <laughs> I got some bad news for you, Del Rio. You're going behind the slammer. Uh, yeah. Actually, I think well, he had, from what I just well read, what I just read, he had, he may have gotten released probably on bail. If I had to guess, yeah, fifty thousand dollars. I read yeah. that too. So, where where did this happen, guys? Did anyone know? Like in Texas, did, uh, in Texas. Yeah, yeah. I, I was gonna say Florida. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> everything crazy happens down there. Don't they have an open seal all down there? Go shoot that motherfucker, please. Yeah, please. He's, he, I mean, he should be. Oh, actually, I don't know. If, I don't know if we. I don't know if we can actually say those things on the on the show. Of course, of course, we, of course mean, we can. Of course, of course we can. can. Freedom of speech, buddy. It's in our yeah. damn rights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So he should be blackballed from any wrestling event going forward. Uh, don't. I thought he. I think he had a possibility of coming back to WWE at some point just to get like that last run in. But yeah, that's shot. not anymore. <laughs> I still can't believe I still can't believe when he he had a comeback there. I think maybe it was second time around when he beat Cena clean uh, to open up open up a pay per view for. Uh, couldn't believe it, stunning. 
Yeah, it was uh, that Cena would lay down for that for a guy like that. And even that, like he hit the 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 little insiguri. That's all he hit, if I remember correctly. He just yeah. popped in the back. There was of the head. That, I was a sad, sad day in wrestling when that happened. Unfortunate, Tom. Thank you for that. I mean, I don't know if I want to thank you for the bad news, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I appreciate the, de- the debut segment. Um, Where's the mallet, Tommy? Bang the mallet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get a mallet, buddy. Maybe I'll add in some audio there with the mallet. Okay. Uh, they announced this like mid, maybe the day Thursday or Wednesday, uh, a couple days before Friday. Uh, the that Sami Zayn can not currently compete, and there will be a uh, tournament for the IC title uh, starting this week. Happened yesterday was Friday, so the first two matches happened. Uh, Brian went over Gulak, and Elias went over Corbin. Uh, the remaining two matches are Shinsuke Nakamura versus AJ Styles and um, Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus. I mean, Sami Zayn has joined uh, the Twitter trolls and started making accusations that he didn't agree to this, blah, blah. I think he's playing his character on Twitter, as he usually does. And now people led to believe that he's going to be leaving the company. So let's just take that with a grain of salt. Um, I forgot where we left off, but I'll just start off with Jersey tournament. I lo- I'm a big fan of tournaments. IC title needs to have some representation. You can't just sit at home and not defend the title. Uh, what do you think about the tournament? Who do you got going forward? We already got two of the matches. Where's your head at with this? I mean, honestly, I think it's good, right? Because we're, we're kind of in a, in a situation where we have mid-carders and we have top guys, but we kind of can't tell the two, right? Now, I know that the IC title isn't supposed to be the quote-unquote the mid-card title, but let's be honest, you know, it is. And with that being said, we need a champion, right? We need a champion so it can be chased and we can actually have storylines built around it. Um, I think the guys they chose for this was really good. Um, we were talking in our group chat yesterday. I went with AJ Styles winning the whole thing. I'm still going with that, even with Corbin being my pick to go over Elias, but I am happy that Elias went over Corbin. Um, I'm still picking AJ Styles to kind of win this whole thing. Um, yeah, walk with Elias. Um, you know, I think it's good, right? Because you need to differentiate because, you know, who are your mid-card guys? Who are your top guys? We yeah. don't know. Roman Reigns, not around. You know, The Fiend, you know, I know Bray Wyatt went after Braun Strowman at um, Money in the Bank. You know, Otis now has the, has the uh, briefcase, but I kind of don't know where, where to follow and what to think. So, to be honest... Um, I'm, I'm all for it. I love tournaments. Reminds me of like, you know, a little King of the Ring style tournament with a nice title at the end. Yeah, I agree. And I think just before we get to Tom, I, I want to mention last night that Cole and Graves both harped on the history of the IC title and how it could launch them, launch whoever the champion is to the next level. So they kind of, I, I, I truly believe they veered away from that in recent uh, title runs where like, Back in the day, if you were the IC champ, like normally after that, you would be going up for the, the World Heavyweight Championship. So maybe there's a plan for that, like maybe start rehashing that that type of build for a competitor where, all right, so you have AJ winning. I'm hoping for maybe like an Elias to get a chance at like maybe finally getting some gold if you have maybe not the 24-7 champion, but some sort of legitimate gold and then pushing him up to the a higher level. Um, Tom, what do you got, buddy? Yeah, I think possibly I think AJ is going to win it because yeah. last night they were saying, you know, it's the only title he hasn't won here sure. and everything. So, but I mean, his first round against Nakamura, that's what a match. I mean, that's unbelievable. Yeah, I think they, they, but, they've given us pretty good first round matches uh, so far. So, yeah, I agree. And like you're saying, maybe, who knows, maybe it could be like how it was back in the day where you win that title, then you go into the, the big picture. Like, look what it did for Stone Cold, Bret Hart, 
those guys all back in the yeah, day. Yeah, and they had brought them up last night too. So that's it's it's an interesting thought. I like that though. Uh, Noodles, what do you got, buddy? Yeah, I'm all, I'm all for the tournament. I love the tournament, it's just like you, Joe. Um, and I also agree, with, and I like the point that you brought up where back in the day when you won the IC title, it was kind of like putting you on the map to where you were beginning your journey and your ascension up into the big time players of maybe winning a world title. So, um, you know, anytime that you can bring legitimacy to a title, but also elevate all the wrestlers at the same time, it'd be great to bring that prestige back to the IC title. And having a guy like Styles win it for sure that he can, you know, finally win that belt he hasn't won yet can also be able to put another guy over somewhere down the line to be able to elevate that guy up into another stratosphere because Styles don't need any gold to be the best in the world. Nah, you don't. You don't have to when you're him, bro. He's yeah. purely phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, great takes, boys. All right, so we got a, a return from Edge Norton on Monday. Uh, pretty interesting. Uh, I was wondering where they were going to go with that segment, too. So it was uh, it was uh, rather entertaining, the back and forth between the two. Orton basically uh, revealing that Edge was the better man but now is challenging him to a, a quote-unquote wrestling match at Backlash. So just a plain straight uh, one-fall match. Uh, Backlash, for them to, I mean, it'll help, definitely help the views on the, on the pay-per-view. Tom, where do you see this going? And maybe, I don't know, you have to predict the match, but like, is it going to further their feud, end it there? How do you, how, how do you feel about this? Well, it's going to be interesting to see because Edge hasn't been in a typical wrestling match almost a decade. Yeah. You know? So I'm curious to see how, how he looks and everything. But I think they keep this going probably to SummerSlam. You know, maybe they finish it off with uh, some another type of match and everything. But I'm really curious to see where, where they're going to go with this. And to see him back as a, uh, you know, in a wrestling match is going to be pretty cool. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it. I agree. Sorry, I muted there for a second. I was trying to mute out the chimes in the background. Noodles, what do you got, buddy? Sorry, man. Nah, I'm a, you know, obviously love, love Edge. Glad that he's back. Uh, always excited for any time there's a you know a singles match and for someone to step up to the plate and do something they haven't done in it. You know, as Tom was saying, like almost a decade, which is pretty crazy to believe he's been gone that long. Um, but it's always um, really cool to have that feud, especially with two great wrestlers such as Edge and and Orton. And I don't think it stops here. I think it's just going to be a continuous build up to a huge payoff, and hopefully that's in front of people. Yeah, you would hope so, right? Mm. Nick Jersey. I mean, you know, watching him at WrestleMania was really nostalgic, right? Seeing Edge back for the first time in a long time. Um, a guy that didn't have a choice to go out. He wanted to go out on his own. You know, he wants to be able to go out on his own terms. So when it's decided for you, that's always obviously a tough, you know, a tough pill to swallow. See him back was great. But to be honest, I kind of, I was kind of hoping that this would kind of continue and they'd kind of fight again in an actual wrestling match. Yeah. So when I actually saw this coming together live on Monday, I was like, this is what I've been wanting. I want to see, because when I remember Edge's matches, man, I mean, those, those matches were just top notch and he was such a great wrestler and he was such an exciting, you know, exciting character to kind of follow through his builds. Um, multiple champion, one of the most decorated champions. I actually think during his documentary, they said he's the most decorated champion currently right now with all his all his titles that he's won over the years so i am all for this more edge please arguably the greatest of all time am i right arguments can be made <laughs> arguments can be made i mean i'm pretty biased this is my favorite wrestler of all time um <laughs> no, no shame in that joe no i mean just like you said more edge is what what i want you can't go wrong with them too orton's like everyone says natural talent one of the best in-ring performers of all time no uh, question 
them two together, I, I like like you said, I want to see an actual wrestling match together. I want to see what Edge still has to offer in an actual match. So, and I believe I'm fully confident that he can that he can pull it off. Um, yeah, I don't think it ends here. Like you said, SummerSlam would probably be the the payoff for. I don't know if Edge would be done after that or what. What he, how we we don't know how long he plans on staying in the uh, in the company for. So I'm really wasn't a multi wasn't a multi year contract he signed just with like lesser dates. That's I wasn't. What, that's, what I not, that's what. That's okay. Then I'll take. That's that. what I heard too. That's what okay. I heard. Yeah, yeah. I heard so a multi year contract with with lesser dates. Like you know, he'll do this run and then he'll go away and then maybe the conclusion will be at SummerSlam. Um, I have to think. Unfortunately, I think Orton might go over so Edge can chase him to SummerSlam. But yeah. Hey. So. Great segue right there. Uh, speaking of contract extensions, uh, we got this news brought to us late last night from Tom Canal here uh, with some good news. Surprising. <laughs> oh, stop breaking kayfabe. Uh, per, I think it was wrestlinginc.com, was it? Yeah. Yeah, so pretty reliable source. We, we've got news from them. Uh, Undertaker signing a 15 well, – signed a 15-year extension – fuck what <laughs> I, i'm assuming it had a non-active 15-year extension i so. hope so i hope he's yeah. not wrestling in the 70s um pretty cool for him uh i mean take his he's a lifer dude i mean the longevity i i was thinking about this the other day and i don't want to talk about it too much but just I'm, i've been watching back like i mentioned from like 96 97 going forward and just seeing him around then and what he the impact he had on the industry then i, I think it's hard not to consider him like he's working his way into my Mount Rushmore of what he's did for like this industry and his I think when you look at like all right ability in the ring character gimmick whatever then longevity has to be a part of that too this guy stayed with this one company for I know he was in WCW and other companies before that but not as the Undertaker the Undertaker character has stood the test of time whether he and the multiple changes he's done with his character and the longevity with one company and the the loyalty i mean dude you all aspects of of a pro wrestler he is a pro like the pro wrestler i I would consider him that so i'm glad he's sticking around for another 15 years whether or not it's going to be in ring out of ring buying out the i don't know what's going to happen but i'm pretty pretty stoked for him um noodles i mean you can't really say much bad about the undertaker right no i mean i mean i, I mean i love the undertaker we all love the undertaker um most importantly as you know he's the ultimate professional right i mean yeah. he's the most he's probably one if not top top three of most respected wrestlers to ever to ever do it right he was the locker room leader for all these years you wanted you wanted approval you had to get it from undertaker you had mm-hmm. to earn your stripes through undertaker and i couldn't be more happy and, and excited for him to have a nice 15 year uh, extension for him. You know, obviously, we know he's not going to be wrestling for 15 years, but it's a way to keep the character intact, to keep the legacy alive, and they can constantly just have generations continue to build off the Undertaker and all the amazing evolutions of his character throughout the years. And he's earned that right. Uh, we deserve to respect that. Um, and hopefully, he has one good, great WrestleMania match left for his final send off. And you know, he'll make his appearances and and still bring that aura everywhere he goes. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Jersey, what do you got, buddy? I mean, I think this one was taken out of the Mets playbook, right? You know, when you sign a contract <laughs> like like 15 years, the first thing I think about is Bobby Bonilla, right? So Bobby Bonilla's contract ends in 2035, which is the same year that the Undertaker's contract is going to end. Now that's going to be the same year we're going to get an invite to your house. 
it, it might be. It might be. But that that you know, I, no, I'm just all jokes aside. Obviously, I got I got to take a shot at the Mets. Um, of course you do. <laughs> no, sorry, Dan, I mean, go ahead, do your thing. No, it's it, it makes sense, right? The Undertaker's a lifer, and you don't. I don't want to see the Undertaker at any of these, um, you know, other I guess wrestling event. Um, you know, signings or stuff like that. I want him, he's a WWE guy to me. Like he's a lifer to me. He, he looks like he belongs there. I don't want to see him anywhere else for me to kind of feel like that's secured now for life. Makes perfect sense. Um, he's, he's done it all right. He's, he's, he's been that one character that never needed the title to make him. And, and that's, and that's a big thing to say, right? Cause a lot of characters sometimes need the title. He's one of those special ones who don't. Yep. And I think that kind of says a lot for the, the body of work and the character of who he is and, and what he does. He's had his title runs, but it, he's never been known for, for that. Um, and that character, I mean, it's, it's legendary. I mean, if you don't know who The Undertaker is, I mean, who are you? Yeah, who the f- are you? That's the, great, um, it's the greatest gimmick of all time, right? I mean, they say it's by far. It's, I couldn't it agree with you more. Vince's greatest creation. I think in the dictionary, if you wanted to find a professional wrestler, it should just be The Undertaker. He, Without a doubt. That's what that's what it is. It's to become a professional wrestler. And like Jersey, I want to harp on what you said. I don't I wouldn't want to see him get to the point where he's like doing wrestle cons and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't I want him at access only WWE events. Yep. That's it. I know he was gonna 100%. do like a, one of the uh the the star cast, the things they do with AEW. I like he was getting mad money for it, which I'm glad he would, but like I can't. I don't want him to see him anywhere else with WWF, and that's being selfish. Or WWE, I don't, that's being selfish. But I don't care what everyone says. Or the or the or the big event. <laughs> or the big event, please yeah, right. God. So twenty twenty thirty five. It's a long ways away, but at that time, Undertaker's contract will be done, and Bobby Bonilla will not be being paid by the Mets anymore. So that's going to be Might a good be able to year. sign a free agent. Hey, you can only hope. Good news, Canale. What do you got? <laughs> I mean, what's there left to say about him? I mean, dude's been a legend since, I mean, for forever, in my opinion. I mean, from the first time I saw him at Survivor Series to now, I mean, I still get, you know, still get choked up seeing him. I mean, it just grew up with him. I mean, he's yeah. forever, really. I mean, if you watch the last ride on the network, I mean, it's one of the greatest things I've ever seen, how all the wrestlers love him. Like, you don't hear a bad thing about him and everything. The dude's just... Just, just a legend. That's all you can say, really. Yeah, he's an absolute legend. Nothing but respect for the big man. He deserves it. <clears throat> Absolutely. All right, so before we get into the uh, Thirst Trap of the Week, our uh, most highly rated segment <laughs> of the show, <clears throat> uh, I just want to hit quick on a uh, AEW little topic here. They got the TNT Championship Tournament coming to a head of double or nothing between Cody and uh, Lance Archer. Um, Mike Tyson will be presenting the championship at the event uh i mean is there really much to say i don't really know i tom what do you got buddy i mean uh, vince vince can't let's just say that i mean you know i have another WWE hall of favor on an aew uh pay-per-view so i mean really curious to, curious to see what they're gonna do with him after this if they sign him to like different things and everything but i don't know it's gonna be interesting say that noodles Oh, man, I, I'm a big Iron Mike guy, so I, I love anything to do with Mike Tyson, especially the fact that if you've been paying attention to what he's been doing lately and the shape that he's gotten himself in and what he's, his aspirations are to getting back into a little boxing and raising money for charities and all that. Um, but it's just a typical AEW move, right, to try to get under Vince's skin and, and take another guy. So it can keep the rivalry going a little bit. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see how that plays off. But I'm, I'm excited for it. 
They Love keep the take, They keep poking poking at the monster. I don't know, man. Poking the bear, bro. Eventually, eventually <clears throat> the bear wakes up. So I'm excited. Yeah, uh, we want that though, right? We want them to get a little angry. Competition is cash, right? It's happened. Controversy is cash. <laughs> it's happened once before, and look what happened. So uh, Jersey, what do you got? I mean, listen, Tony Khan has money, right? At the end of the day, you got money. You got money to burn. You got money to spend. Why not, man? If you got it, bring him in. You know, try to elevate the product. I mean, I mean, the Mike Tyson time when he was, um, you know, between the, you know, DX and Stone Cold, when it was a Shawn Michaels, um, Stone Cold match back at WrestleMania. I mean, that was awesome having him involved in there. Obviously, he looked a little bit out of place, but he was at the time, he was at the peak of his career. And like Nick was saying, he's making a huge comeback now. So it's kind of a win-win for both parties, right? Tyson gets on TV, he gets, you know, recognition. And at the same time, it kind of brings a little bit of star power to AEW, which they can use. Um, you know, I, it is funny. That it is Mike Tyson of all people, right? Because they seem to always be kind of taking someone or something from WWE at some point. But, I mean, they haven't – WWE hasn't really acknowledged them that much. So, I guess they just don't feel like it's anything that really, you know, is worth their time at this point. So, I say, you know what? Keep it doing it. Keep it coming. Keep doing it. And – Keep trying to like get the attention of WWE, so and hopefully that we get a better product on both ends. Yeah, I think I think we can talk a whole episode in the the AEW WWE rivalry and all the <laughs> and all the stupidity behind the fans and all that jabroni shit. Um, Tyson going, I think it's just random to me. I I mean I love seeing, I want to see Tyson on TV again. I miss the guy, and like Nick said, uh, the stuff he's getting into right now with the guys in tip top shape for his age getting challenged to million dollar fights left and right so and he'll still he'll still knock your head right off your shoulder yeah absolutely he'll, so, he'll kill you <laughs> so we'll see what happens with that maybe he'll get physically involved like he did with austin and michaels i don't know it'll be interesting though remember when he knocked out hbk after wrestlemania 14 yeah that was right amazing it devastating it was awesome all right, so usually we like to save the segment for the, the end of the episode. Uh, hopefully there is no one uh, listening at this point that will get offended by this. Um, like, <laughs> I can't reiterate it enough. Thirst Trap is not a, uh, an offending statement. It's, it's a glorifying statement. We, we love these women that we talk about. Um, we want to promote them. And they we want to promote to them. Yeah, they're angels. Uh, I'm, I go into this segment. Every, we talk about – we have a vote in the group chat who's going to make it, uh, and I – I truthfully forget every week. I'm just going to try to remember what we said because <laughs> uh, I already forgot Caleb was it last week. So my memory is just shot. Uh, I believe thirst trap of the week is Mandy Rose. Yep. Okay, great. All right. So congratulations. Mandy. It was close. It, it was, was close. close. Caleb yeah, was getting some, she wanted some, some double. Yeah, she was votes. Fi- fire this week for sure. Yeah, she was fire. Maybe she'll, it'll carry over to next week and she'll be the double champion. <laughs> Uh, first, first time ever yeah so shout out to mandy rose i mean you're killing it on all on all platforms instagram twitter tiktok whatever you gotta do and then last night on smackdown woof holy <laughs> jesus uh just god bless you mandy rose for being the goddess that you are um or I, we could say a reincarnation of trish stratus i would i, would, I think we could all agree on that yeah, i mean she's fair. god's crazy yeah, creation absolutely. so yeah. Jersey, and she's, just, and she's and she's a good wrestler too, man. She's actually come a long way in her wrestling game too, on top of all the other amazing intangibles she has. Yeah, so she's overall great, uh, a great woman to represent the thirst trap of the week. Uh, I mean, she the stuff she posts is just phenomenal. I mean, it's borderline, it's, ridiculous. it's borderline, ridiculous. it's borderline <laughs> bannable for Instagram. So, uh, and you guys want to go round table on this? I think we could all just agree on that. God bless Mandy Rose. 
Yeah, yeah, just don't yeah. stop. Don't stop what you're doing. All right, just keep it up. Thank you for what you're doing during this time. You know, these are these should be celebrated as another type of hero, not like our frontline heroes, but just as a, as like the next level of heroes that we need to get us through this time. So arguably, thank, just thank as you. just as important. <laughs> just kidding. Controversy. I get it. <laughs> Tommy, I know you're a big fan. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, especially after how SmackDown ended last night with her and Otis. I mean, she just looks amazing as always so yeah god bless hugging that sweaty fucking monster after i know that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. love it doodles end it off buddy uh legend legends get remembered but goddesses never die my god he's the greatest <laughs> well said well, well said. said i think we can end it on that note love you mandy yeah, yeah love, love you. you mandy appreciate you uh boys Week four is in the books. I mean, we're rolling here. Uh, almost at 100 downloads. Thank you for that. Uh, you can find hey. us on iTunes and Spotify now. Remember that. I, I, sh- I got to drop the uh, the plugs in the beginning of the show. Um, WrestleBuzz is our creator, or our, our uh, over umbrella, as you would say. Uh, find us on Instagram at WrestleBuzz, Twitter, WrestleBuzz with three Zs. Uh, and just, you know, download, subscribe, and uh, join us on this journey as wrestling fans. We want to give you the best content possible, especially during these hard times. Uh, we are the Wrestling Journal, and we are out. Have a good one, everybody. Take, Take care, care, everyone. Enjoy your weekend.